On today's first round KO, we have a lot to talk about from a very busy Sunday in the world of sports. We were all at the Brewer game on Sunday. We didn't get to watch any of the football games, but there was a lot of football games that, you know, a lot of crazy stories happened. I got to watch a lot of the highlights. So we talk about all the games from Sunday. We talk a little bit about about the Brewers. And then towards the end of the podcast, if you're a wrestling fan, stay through and we review WWE Hell in a Cell from Sunday night. A great pay-per-view. So you get to listen to our reactions to that. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear WSEW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Um, yeah, this is going out a lot later than both of us expected. <laughs> uh, Monday morning podcast is coming out probably around Tuesday, Tuesday morning. morning. <laughs> oh oh. And then we turn right back around Tuesday night. Yep. And record for Wednesday, yep. which, by the way, I'll probably actually know because people actually learned how to, well, not follow directions, but people actually signed up at times somewhat accordingly for auditioning because you know how it went for goes from like six, it goes in like different 15 minute increments, right? right? And so, the auditions? yeah. And so last Thursday was the first day of them and people would sign up at random times and other people would pop in and then we were like technically done at like 830, right? right. No, there's someone who like put her name down at like 9.30, never shows. Oh, so you waited there. So we waited there for nothing. And so literally all of us looked at each other. We were just like, okay, we're le- the moment it hit like 9.45, we were just like, and plus I also know the person too. I was, I was literally sitting there in the office where all of us just like kind of just like screwing around. And I was just like, okay, she's not fucking coming. She's Let's leave. Coming. Like I was so mad. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Like verbatim, I was like, she's not fucking coming. Can we just go now? I'd be so pissed. Like, and it wasn't even so much that I had anything to do the next morning. All I really had was, what, class, and then I had a sports meeting for the football game. Right. And then that was it. it like, still. But I was, like, sitting there. I was like, I'm collecting a paycheck, but this is dumb. But, no, tomorrow, or when you guys probably listen, today. <laughs> <laughs> today. Maybe in an hour. Yeah, like, it goes, I think people are, like, going, it just goes, like, it goes rattles off from, like, 6.30 all the way to, like, 8, 8, 15. Okay. And as of now, there's no one listed. So, I mean, usually, I mean, we're supposed to stay in the event. There's, like, walk-ins and everything. Right. But it's, like, if no one pops up by 9, I'm, I'm peacing out. Honestly. I would. <laughs> I'm just, like, screw it. It's ridiculous. I was, like, if they, if they didn't come in, if they didn't come in this hour, ain't no way they're popping up in this last hour. Yeah. On a Tuesday. So the reason we're doing this so late, because, so the plan, last night after Hell in a Cell, we got back and we were both extremely tired. Yep. We just went home and went to bed. Uh, if we would have done a podcast last night, it would not have been good. <laughs> we both would have been very out of it and everything. So we decided we were going to do it Monday afternoon. Well, we came in here Monday afternoon and the computer login system was all messed up we couldn't log in for whatever reason so we couldn't use any of the adobe and any of the editing software the recording software anything i like that Um, but that's the technical side of it like basically technical difficulties 
We couldn't do it in the mo- afternoon. And then Connor went to the baseball game again tonight. Damn right. To watch Yelich hit a cycle. Damn hashtag right. here we go, Yelich. At here we go, Yelich. I was going to say at. Don't, don't hashtag it. Well, it's it. a hashtag, dude. Yeah, it's true. While we're trying to yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah, so he went to the game. So then, you know, from 4.30 until a half hour ago, we couldn't record either. So, <laughs> yeah. 4.30 to a half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, late Monday night. About 12 hours, well, actually a lot longer than that, 12, 17 hours after the podcast normally goes live. Here we are recording it. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot to talk about from yesterday. A lot happened. A lot of football games, a lot of great football games, a lot of controversy. And we also have Hell in a Cell to go through. Lord. So let's dive into it. <laughs> we don't have to talk in detail about everything. That's true. Let's but talk just... about the game that just ended because I know you have vested interest in it. Yeah, and I'm a little I bit, also have some vested. I'm a little bit mad. I missed it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I I didn't watch it. Thing was of it was a good game, and I'm gonna tell you this. Okay. I what did I say? Thirty-one nothing. You did. No, you well. I, you, I don't know if you said a score, but you said that the Bears would just run rough shot on Hawk Talk. Them. I think I said. Yeah, a score. you said the Bears would just just yeah. run them dead. The Bears scored twenty-four. I was pretty close on that. One of them was a defensive touchdown. Um. True. Yeah. It was a late defensive touchdown, but still, like I, you know, I figured there would be one or two defensive scores. I was banking on defensive scores, because, you know, and you look at this. It, I watched most of this game. I had it on while I was watching Monday Night Raw, which, by the way, I'm going to talk about Monday Night Raw on my new show tomorrow on the radio. What time is that at? Four o'clock. WSW ninety one seven The Edge. Damn it, I'm in bio. I know it'll be only me and Tyler tomorrow. Tyler. Tyler Job. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was. I was trying to, I was going to I was trying to figure out I, was I had like, no I know one more else than to, one Tyler. I had no one else to come on with me, but then I swooped in and was like, "Hey Tyler." I feel <laughs> come like talk wrestling. No, I got to go to bio tomorrow. Yeah. Never mind. But <laughs> then Wednesday show for SmackDown, I have a decent amount of people. I think uh same time 4 o'clock on Wednesday. 4 o'clock on Wednesday. I know Tom is coming. I think you said you were available when I talked to you. I don't know. If I don't have if I don't have a face-to-face lab okay. on Wednesday, yeah. Okay. Cuz if well, that's why that's part of the reason why I'm going to bio tomorrow. Right. I need to figure out if I if it's a face to face lab, which reminds me, I need to actually go buy my bio books finally. But anyway, I was watching this Bears game, and I I can say I probably shouldn't have said such high of a score, yeah, because I forgot who the quarterback was, <laughs> because Mitch Trubisky still is not. <laughs> Give him time. He's, he's yeah. had this was his fifteenth game, I think, fourteenth or fifteenth game. Like in a in an entire new system. Okay, but like this is you need to like they were even saying it on the game. Like eventually you can't make excuses for this guy anymore. This guy he has the offensive tools. He has a solid defense behind him. Yeah, and a new our offensive coordinator head coach. Yeah, who is supposed to be an offensive genius. I mean, at some point, yeah. I think at least next week. If he doesn't show up next week, then automatically. I'm going to be all over him again. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, everyone knows. I mean, I know that the whole who won between Texas and Bears, between who drafted the re- the right quarterback, we all know that the Texans did. That's not just a biased thing. That's a clear-as-day talent say, thing. Mitch, I'd say Mitch is the third-best quarterback out of that draft. Who was the second? Patrick Mahomes. Not As of right now, yeah. Because Mah- Mahomes actually starting this year has gone – Bonkers. You know, now that I actually bring up Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and it's not what you think I'm going to say. Okay. He came out 
I think it was before the game yesterday, or maybe it was after the game yesterday. I don't know. Yeah. He came out and he preached how lucky he was that he got to sit for his rookie year behind a veteran quarterback Some. and learn the ropes of the NFL. You also have to factor in that it just so happened that that veteran quarterback was Alex Smith. Yes. Not everyone has the luxury to sit behind. Even if it's a veteran, they could be trash. Tom Savage, Mike Glennon. Okay, but the two I'm thinking of are. specifically, Sam Bradford, yeah. which that's not working out. Rosen's going to get tossed I was, in. I was going to say, you really going to put Sam Bradford on the good side of this As far argument. as he's been everywhere, he's got as, experience. As a journeyman. Exactly. Because he's always hurt. And then Luke McCown, Josh McCown. Josh so Luke, McCown. Luke McCown's been Luke's, retired. Luke's, yeah, Luke's out of there. Josh McCown in, in New York. Okay, well, Josh McCown's a good is is good. Exactly. He's much better than Sam Bradford. I think is. that's the same situation, except they threw Darnold in there. And yeah. Darnold he, yesterday against ready. the Dolphins. I mean, with he the exception, he looked too say, good he didn't yesterday. Look too good but. against it. And it's the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 2 0. <laughs> I think I had him at 2 and 14. So <laughs> here comes a 14 game losing streak. Um,. But yeah, I just thought that was I, I like Patrick Mahomes even more because oh, he's just proving my point that rookie quarterbacks need to sit. Uh yeah, Mitch did not look good again. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, two only two hundred yards on twenty five completions. He threw thirty four passes, twenty nine complete or twenty five completions. You should have two hundred plus yards at least. Russell only completed twenty two and he had two twenty six. Yeah. I just and he had two interceptions against the St. Louis or a Seattle defense that isn't as good as it used to be. Granted, they were both Shakif Griffin. Good for him, Shakif. Shakif, which one? Not the not the linebacker, not the rookie. His brother, the oh. older brother. Is that Shaquille? I think <laughs> I don't remember. No, I thought I think the Sha- corner number twenty six. I, I think Shakif is the one that Actually, has. This doing? is going to sound so insensitive. The one that has two hands. Yes, I mean that's it, it's insensitive. It it is Shaquille Shaquille Griffin. Is that the one? He's the, the older brother. He's a cornerback. Is that's the one that is yes to two hands. Yes, and Shakif and Shakif is, is the linebacker. I always got it mixed up. I know. I usually do too. That obviously just that. But yeah, Shaquille had both interceptions. So kudos to him, I guess. But then against this defense, yeah, Russell had a couple fumbles, but he only had the one pick. I don't know. He did look pretty sloppy too. I will say that defense just looks really good. Jordan Howard. Yikes, only rushed for 35 yards, and then Trubisky was the second-best rusher after that. The, both of these teams didn't look good. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. The defense for Chicago looked really good. But other than Very that, usual, every other, all three other aspects of this game were bad. Offense and defense for Seattle. I think Mitch, Mitch underthrew his two interceptions. Like, it's, not like, it's not like they were good picks or anything. They were right to him. And Seattle's offense, Russell, Russell looks – much like LeBron James did at the beginning of that Cleveland year last year, where it was just him on the court. <laughs> and he's just winning games, by, or well, trying I mean, to win games by himself. Well, I mean, no offense to the rest of the Seattle offense, but it kind of is it's only wa- him. It's a washed up Brandon Marshall, Tyler Lockett. He's decent, but he's and no. Rashad Penny, who's a rookie. That offensive line is terrible. Honestly, it's been terrible since. It's always been terrible. Since, it's been terrible since. Since the last Russell time it was there. The last time it was halfway decent was when they went to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Yeah. So I the only reason I'm really happy about this game is because I had Chicago's defense in fantasy. <laughs> and I was down thirteen going into Monday night football and they scored me nineteen. 
clutch. Bear down. So, yeah, Bears won 24-17. Both teams don't look good. The next game, we're going to stay in the NFC North because this game was very interesting, too. The Packers and the Vikings tied. The, Vikings, the Packers tied, Connor. They tied. <laughs> what is this? Last year is, or last week it was Pittsburgh. This week it's Green Bay. I'm just so mad. I hate it. I hate ties. They're dumb. They're stupid. And now this one has, like, major playoff, major NFC North, like, what am I, ramifications, implications. implications. It's the implication. And uh, it's, oh, it makes me so angry. And what makes me even more angry is that the Packers had the lead going into it. Mike McCarthy, shocker, made some really bad calls late in the game, threw it when they should have been running it. That won't happen now that Aaron Jones is back. Um, oh, that's right. The suspension's up. Yep. I'm so excited to see Aaron Jones with with Grant, uh, Aaron Rodgers. But anyway, yeah, this was bad. And the Packers had so many plays taken away. We had two touchdowns in the fourth quarter taken away from penalties. We had a pick, an, an interception take away, taken away from penalties. Missed field goals from both teams. The Vikings cut their kicker. The Vikings <laughs> straight up cut their kicker. And he then was a rookie. Really. I feel, in a way, I, I feel like god awful but i'm also just like eh, it's a business and you gotta do your job in the business and you gotta and then you gotta, speaking, you gotta make the kicks and you gotta make them cleveland also cut their kicker and cut uh, zane gonzalez, gonzalez. yeah and who, they got he was drafted by miami last year i believe so yeah and then he somehow made it over to cleveland dude i just feel for the rookie i feel so, so i feel so much for the rookie <laughs> Did you i hear? shouldn't but i do Mike Zimmer is quickly becoming one of my favorite press conference coaches. Oh, God, what do you do? Because, again, today, if you just look up Mike, Mike Zimmer press conferences because he's hilarious today. Yeah. They asked him, oh, you know, why did you cut the rookie? And he literally looks at the reporter. He goes, did you see the game yesterday? And they go, yeah, he didn't look good. He goes, that's why we cut him. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. He's just so blatant and, like, he's. It's true. He looked bad. He, he looked, missed a game-winning field goal that was, oh what, 34 yards? The kid had a case of the yips. <clears throat> like in three Lam- times, though. I think he in missed three field goals. In Lambeau Field. Like, I'm not, I'm not just – I'm not saying – I, I, I don't blame – I don't know what I'm saying. I especially agree with it because Dan Bailey is a free agent, was a free agent. Because if Dan Bailey wouldn't have been available, I might have questioned it. But the Vikings knew as soon as they cut him. They went immediately and signed Dan Bailey. Because now Dan Bailey has a job and all is right with the world. He's one of the best kickers in the league right now, and Honestly, he's young. The, the fact that he, he's young—I was going to say—the fact that he got cut was the a mystery. Are, God, for me. Jerry Jones is stupid. Tell him, tell me something I don't know. But yeah, Green Bay had this game. Uh, just a disclaimer: we didn't watch any of these games. We watched—I—I I watched the Monday night game. That's about it. I what did I watch? Oh, we, we didn't at, watch we it. That's game. right. So, unfortunately, we literally got updates on the Packer yeah. game at the Brewers games, which you guys brought up a good point. I like it took away from the Brewer game. It, it honestly did. Yeah, it honestly. We did. We were it. at we were at the Brewer game, which started at one. The Packer game was at noon. Half of the stadium was at the TVs out out of their seats watching the Packer game. It was very distracting. It didn't make for a good environment. Um, I will never do that again. But. Yeah, so we didn't watch most of these games. I watched a lot of highlights, so I and I I don't know. Whatever. The, I'm just I'm I hate ties and it was Green Bay that tied and I'm really really upset about it. The next game though, I was act I I don't know how to feel about this game. 
because everyone knows I like Pittsburgh, but I picked Kansas City to beat Pittsburgh. <laughs> I know, shame on me, right? But I just had a feeling, man, I really like Patrick Mahomes. I really like Patrick Mahomes, and he balled out again. I got to look up his stats because he looked phenomenal. We just kept getting updates. He had 326 yards on 23 attempts or on 23 completions. 23 for 28. He had five incompletions. Wow. And he had six. He had more touchdowns than incompletions. He had six touchdowns, no interceptions. I gladly, one sack. I gladly said, openly said, that if he goes out and proves me wrong, I'll be the first one to be like, you know what? Good. Because I loved his tools. I just thought, I just thought he wouldn't be consistent at all. And Andy Reid, finally, finally Andy Reid has a gunslinging quarterback who can run his offense. He had one in Donovan McNabb. You're right. That was years ago, though. So. Exactly, yeah. But I mean, yeah. But now he's got like an actual he's, he's a, got his a, guy. offense around he's him. He's got his guy. He's got yeah. weapons. That offense is Kareem Hunt next had 75 level. yards. Travis Kelsey had 109 yards receiving. Sammy Watkins had 100. Yep. Tyreek Hill had 90. Like, this team was, I was just gonna say, like, incredible. I, I was going to say, like, I'm not a I'm not a Mahomes hater. I'm not. I just after everything that I saw and everything, I was just like, I just don't see how this kid's gonna succeed right away. That's fair. And I mean, I don't want to I don't want to fall into the trap and be like I was dead wrong. I was dead wrong. Just two games in, I really don't want to fall into that trap. But so far, so good. He looked really. He looked. Good. He's looked good for two straight weeks. Yeah. And against the Chargers and the Steelers, who were arguably two of the top teams in the AFC. Who have pretty solid defenses. Yeah. Uh, defense. Their Steelers, not so much. But, you know, so that's why they're part, nothing to sneeze So that's at, why right? I'm just like, yo. Like, I know it's I know it's only been two weeks, but. Shouts out to my fantasy receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, for his second 120-plus yard week. Yeah. And I think Let's it was go. him and, like, four others that buried me in the New Bullet Shield oh, yeah. Day Club. I played league. Connor in the New Bullet Shield Day one and killed. It's fine. <laughs> Cal literally changed his name on Thursday to. <laughs> I need more, more spe- spelling it my last name, more points. What do I do? I beat him. Good. Come for the king, best not Good. miss. So, yeah, Cow. Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, 142-37. The next game, another great game. This is just a really good week, and nice. I'm glad. I, or I'm pissed that I didn't get to watch any of it. Got to watch the Brewers lose instead. Hey, man, we got an exciting knife inning, I guess. <laughs> we did, actually. <laughs> and we got some dope-ass crewnecks. We did. The Jaguars beat. The Patriots in their yeah. rematch from the AFC Championship game last year. Didn't all of us but Anne Marie pick them? Yep, because Anne Marie was like, "I like, picked the Patriots last week, and they I was like the only she one." On, I think she literally bet on Tom Brady. That <laughs> yeah, was it. and I put my faith not only in Blake Bortles, which we'll get to him in a second, but this Jacksonville Jacksonville defense. I p- I put my faith in defense and the defense for fantasy purposes, and my <laughs> hatred for for the Patriots. That defense is legit. I said it last week, and that was against the Giants, and the Giants didn't do good again this week. But they shut down not only the Patriots, just in general. They shut down Rob Gronkowski, which teams are not able to do right. without hurting him. So the fact that they were, ooh, excuse me, the fact that they were able to do that, Miles Jack, I'm sure was the one who was doing most of that because he's just a fantastic linebacker. I love Miles Jack, but Blake Bortles, the boat, the best of all time, went <laughs> went 29 of 45 for 377 yards. If I would have told you that Bortles is going to throw 377, what would you have said to me? I would have laughed in your face. Yeah, and he threw four touchdowns, and yeah. No rushing touchdowns because Fournette was out. 
Yeldon had 58 on 10 on 10 carries. Keelan Cole, the second year, who is now, I believe, wide receiver run one after Marquise Lee went down. Um, seven catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. Dante Moncrief had a really good touchdown catch too. I was watching highlights of that. He's gonna, I think he's gonna step up with Bortles. Safarian Jenkins had a good day again. This Patriots team, you know, they face a good team. It's gonna be tough. I, for some reason, Texas or Texans aren't looking good. So that might be the reason that the Patriots were able to edge that out last week. But I, I don't know. I'm I'm sticking sticking with my Patriots on the downside, and I know everyone says it every year. Well, I mean, because yeah, because they, they always do this in the beginning of the year. Yeah. They look like they're dead in the water. Everyone and is either with the Patriots back. every year. Everyone is either saying, "Oh, they're done already," or. Shut up! This happens every year. Because <laughs> it does happen, every which it year. does. But like I'm seeing evidence in this team, they are not looking good. And then so. they messed around and got Josh Gordon. Oh God, that's right. I called that too. You did. I literally, like, literally said it earlier this today. You're just like you're just like watch the Patriots go get Josh Gordon. Two Gordon. hours later. Yeah, and I'm mad about it because I really wanted him to go to the 49ers. I think well, Jimmy Garoppolo with him would have been dangerous. Yeah, and Tom Brady with him is. More dangerous. And get Edelman back soon. And Gronk is still alive. And Hogan's a good slot. God we're damn screwed. It. <laughs> is what we're saying. Good. I'm glad the Jackson. I'm glad Jacksonville. Ah, I I would have. I would have put my money on Jalen Ramsey over Josh Gordon. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, that would have been so fun to watch. Playoffs. 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 The next game: Falcons Panthers. More divisional matchups. Falcons won 31-24. Not too much to talk about in this game. Cam Newton actually balled out, but he just got outplayed by Matt Ryan, which is kind of the summary of his career. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you think about it. Cam Newton, an NFC South story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cam Cam actually outplayed him. I can't even say that. Cam, Cam had three touchdowns and one pick. Some fantasy points. 335 yards. Ryan only had... Uh, 272 on two touchdowns and one interception. I I guess it was the running game. Yeah, Tevin Coleman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Matt Ryan had two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. That's why. That's A why. sentence so, I yes. never thought you'd hear. You're right? <laughs> if I would have told you, all right, Falcons-Panthers, one of the quarterbacks <laughs> is going to throw for two and run for two. You're yeah, like, oh, to like, yeah, it was Cam Newton, of course. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Ah. You want to know? It's funny though. Cam Newton was their leading scorer, their leading rusher. I mean, with five carries, forty-two yards. Christian McCaffrey only got eight carries for thirty-seven yards. Good on that defense. Yikes! <laughs> Not good. C.J. Anderson three for thirty-one. Give him got to run the ball more. Apparently, Carolina, especially against that Atlanta D. Like they're they it's got a, a, they have athletic linebackers, but that line isn't too good. It's not great, I should say. Like you know, I don't know. Whatever. They finally got Calvin Ridley the ball, too. Four catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Not much to say about this game. I Falcons are just a better team. Next, Los Angeles had to go to Buffalo. And the Chargers <laughs> were so good at halftime. I can't believe this happened. The Chargers were playing so good in the first half that a player from the Bills <laughs> retired at halftime. Legitimately packed up his bags. Didn't say anything to anyone. 
He just packed up his bags and left. <laughs> and then they were like, wait. Where'd Vontae Davis go? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're going to play without him. Oh, look. He tweeted. He retired. What? <laughs> so, so okay, so they were losing. So he's a so he's a healthy scratch last last week, right? <laughs> yeah. And then he shows up for two court for this game, and in two quarters, he's he then decides like, eh, this ain't for me anymore, man. No. I ain't about okay. this life. And think dips. about this. <laughs> I mean, he was he was he had to sit the last game, so he had to watch the Bills get destroyed. What forty seven to three? Yeah. And then this game at halftime, he finally gets to play two quarters of football. Yeah. Goes into halftime down twenty eight to six. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, he's like, "All right, I'm old. I'm a little hurt. These young guys are a lot faster. They're a lot better than me right now. It's time to get up. I think time to go home. So why couldn't he? Time to watch some more so, football and not on the sideline. So side my thing is, why couldn't he just pull himself from the game and then and then st- just stay on the field or whatever? Finished it out. And yeah. Like, that's, that's my big thing. Like finish it out look. and then retire. That's such a bad. Like look. at that point, we won't judge you as much. I mean, yeah, we'll still laugh at you. Like <laughs> you retired because you got your ass kicked, but still, retiring at halftime. Wow, I sound nasally today, but still. <laughs> but other than that, Josh Allen still struggling. He had 245 on 18 attempts, but he had still struggling. They just started him. Right. Oh, that's true. You're right. He. I mean, he didn't look great for the two couple drives that he went in against Baltimore but I mean at that point Balt- good. Yeah. I mean no one looked good against Baltimore um one touchdown two interceptions for Allen but the Chargers looked like the team that they're supposed to be Al Hacker or Austin Eckler their second running back 11 carries for 77 yards Philip Rivers 256 with three touchdowns this team finally looked like they were supposed to but it's against Buffalo so we can't read too much into it <laughs> The next game, probably a disappointment for Connor. The Tennessee Titans, after losing to losing in a seven-hour game to uh, Miami last week, defeated the T- Houston Texans twenty to seventeen. Connor Deshaun, I don't know Deshaun's own two. What are you thinking? Blame Bill O'Brien. I kind of blame your stone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen up. So close to the mic. <laughs> listen up right here, bud. Yo, listen up. Here's <laughs> the <a> story. <laughs> but in all honesty, how dare you try to blame the sacred stone? Okay, actually, I, you're right. <laughs> I'm looking at his stats right now. Uh-huh. Damn right I'm right. I mean, okay. I how many times must I remind you that I'm that I'm the unofficial spokesperson for the soon to be future National Football League MVP? Oh, wait, I did that wrong. They seem to be reigning, defending, undisputed, future ne- most valuable player of the National Football League. Speaking of that, yeah. when Heyman came out last night, yeah, I was really happy to see him, but then he couldn't say reigning, defending, universal champion, yeah. and it just made me really sad inside. But that's beside, we'll get to that later. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, Watson went 22 for 33, 310 yards. Gave me some solid points in the Yahoo League. What What did you tell when we were talking about Houston yeah. preseason? Yeah. I asked you about their offensive line. I did. What did you say? Do you remember? Did I say it was decent enough? You said it was decent enough to keep him up. I know. They allowed four sacks for 21 yards tonight, and he was pressured a decent amount against the Tennessee defense that isn't fantastic. Yeah, I never, if said, I was Houston, I never said I, they were good, and I never said they were great. If I was Houston, I would be worried about the offensive line. I already am. Because Deshaun is a proven – he's a proven – 
pocket passer. Yeah. And I th- I think he can make a living outside the pocket too, much like Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah. But takes- if that offensive line is bad, yeah, and he goes out out of the pocket too much, that's gonna spell first of all injuries. He has and he already suffered that exactly. weird non contact one. So it's gonna spell injuries and it's just gonna spell rushed plays, especially as a young quarterback. He's gonna make some bad decisions out of the pocket. Maybe run when he shouldn't. Maybe force a pass. I don't know. I th- if I was Houston, maybe you know, towards the trade deadline, if you're if they win a few here, then they need. To, I think they need to look at upgrading that offensive line because you need to protect Deshaun Watson not only for injury sake but just for game sake. <laughs> for the fran- forget that for the franchise's sake. And you know the most disappointing part about this game. I would be okay with this if it was Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Except it wasn't. Don't remind me. Can we talk about how Derrick Henry was one for one passing? <laughs> Goat. Goat. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Beard was too. Okay, he had sixty six yards on one. Pa- what happened there? Is that a fake punt? Tennessee just is said, he the punter? Tennessee just said screw this. We're opening up the playbook in week two. But Blaine Gabbert only had he was thirteen for twenty, so not terrible there. But he only had one hundred thirteen yards and one touchdown. Where's Kevin Beard? He's the safety. Why was he throwing a ball? Why not? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> We'd have to look up the highlight for that one. Like why not? <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> why? I so it's many only questions. stupid if it doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, you're right. That's how I have. That's how. That's that's how sports works. It's only pretty much how life works. Did it work? Yeah. Was it stupid? Probably, but it worked. Houston needs to look into their coaching situation, and if Bill O'Brien is actually I the answer. I told you. Did you? Was that? I. I literally just said. I. I just said I don't trust, and I. And I was oh. like, blame Bill O'Brien. That's fair. I. Yeah. Literally any other coach. Freaking plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie could coach <laughs> this team better than Bill O'Brien. Little Ed boy. Honestly, Rolf probably could. The son, of, the good old son of a shepherd could lead the Texas to a Super Bowl before Bill O'Brien ever does. To steal a quote from Tom, the bye week Browns played the Saints this what week. They have been the tie week Browns at this point. <laughs> that was last week. Yeah, that's true. The tie week. That's that's a good one. Who said? I think that I think Cal said that. I thought that was Tom. It was one of them. It might have been. It was, it was one, one of them. them. It's either 1A, 1B with when it comes to puns. But anyway, the Browns' <laughs> woes continue. More kicking trouble. More kicking. Th- this week was the <laughs> This was the week of kicking uh, miscues. And if anyone is a fan of football in general, go on Pat McAfee's social media right now and watch his little fake press conference that he did because he went and spoke on behalf of all kickers and punters. <laughs> Dude, I need to find. And this, it was amazing. Is this on his Instagram? Yeah. All right, I need to find this. I need to. Hold, I I screenshotted one of the quotes because it made me laugh so hard. Oh, God. Get out of here! I have to set my phone just updated. Oh, you. Oh, your thing went through. Come on, <laughs> I'm gonna find. But yeah, so like he did like a fake press conference. He had his for the brand T-shirt in the background and everything. And um, okay, now I have it up. And he's just talking about how. This may have been a bad week. You know, they all did bad this week, but blah, blah, blah. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just one bad week. Don't take it out of me. <laughs> and he's, he said, quote, no blowjobs in the house of uh, in the brand after a bad performance on fourth downs. 
<laughs> Pat McAfee's a fucking legend. Uh, go watch that fake press conference that he had. It was amazing. Can, can, can I get... I don't... <laughs> completely disarmed. I repeat well, that. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, you, you've completely just disarmed my point, and so, I'm already almost literally disarmed with this damn left arm of mine. Anyways, uh, so the Browns, <clears throat> the Browns lost 18 to 21, so they lost by three. Yeah, Zane Gonzalez, the <laughs> kicker who got cut today. <laughs> I feel so bad. He he went two for four on field goals. He makes one of those as a tie game, and then they're 0 and two. How Which many how was many my actually... dream? So thanks, Zane. Right. <laughs> I wanted them to go all oh, oh, and sixteen. Can you freaking imagine that? Anyway, no. And he also went over two on on extra points. So literally, make one more field goal. Yeah. Which it's your job, and make one more extra point. Again, it's your job. Can I? <laughs> can I? Can I like get off the? Can I get off the kicker real quick and bring up something that? I kind of want to start, like, is, like, actually annoying me when it comes to people in the Browns right now. Yes. So, by default, right, you know, anytime the Browns, like, lose and they have a hot shot quarterback or, like, a, a top draft pick quarterback behind, they they're just they're just like, oh, start Baker. But my thing is, like, we're blaming, like, why are we going to start Baker when literally Tyrod, excuse me, it's Tyrod. Uh, when Tyrod. When Tyrod Taylor has literally shown that he can put the Browns in a position to win and they've either been A, screwed over by weather and a kicker, or B, screwed over kicker. by the kicker. Right, screwed over by and the And the kicker's kicker. not on the team anymore. I don't right. know who they signed. Uh, I, I I knew the name. I can't remember. I didn't but see But my anything. thing is just like, everyone's like, oh, it's like you got you to gotta start Baker Mayfield now. Now's the time. No. Just like, now's not the time. Terod Taylor's fine. He's he went been screwed out of a victory. 22 for 30, 246 yards, one touchdown, one interception like, today. honestly, what more can... Ow, ow, ow. What more can he you possibly... He outthrew Drew Brees. <laughs> like, what more can you possibly do? It was only by three yards, but still. <laughs> Ugh, I, I hate people. Like, yeah. trust me, I want to see Baker Mayfield start too, but only when the guy in front of him is sucking and he's I don't want to see Baker. I don't want to see Baker until at least the Browns are 0-8. If they go 0-8, that's what I'm saying. Like, if for some reason they go 0-8, then you can throw Baker in there. Bump that. If they if they lose their next three, I'm like, all right, just I'm, I'm like, let if it go. If they win at least one, Terod needs to finish the season. Th- He's earned it <laughs> at that point. At that point, yes. But I think I also think it has to do with, like, the context and the losses again. Because if he gets gypped out of a victory again by some others, by something else that just wasn't controlled by him, he might be the most unlucky quarterback in the league right now. So anyone who listened to our preseason predictions yeah. knows what team I thought was going to have the number one pick this year. Oh, yeah. Miami, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's right. When we look at the AFC standings, right? AFC East standings right now, <laughs> Buffalo's in last. Duh. Duh. The Jets are one and one. Okay, I saw that. Patriots are one and one. No one saw that. Thanks to Saxonville. I saw that. The I Miami kind of, Dolphins. Kind of saw, yeah. The Miami Dolphins are two and zero and winning the division. Yes, it's only week two, and I'm exaggerating. Hey, man! But they are in the, the lead. The first three weeks of the season are always the best to get your overreactions in. <laughs> yeah, damn straight. Remember <laughs> that year the Saints went zero and four and then still made it to the NFC Championship damn game. Right. <laughs> <sighs> I love I love the NFL, but yeah, Sam Darnold uh, did not do good in his encore this week. We'll just say that. Uh, I mean, he threw 334 yards, but he went 25 for 41, only one touchdown, uh, two interceptions. Didn't look sharp 
even though he you know he racked up the yards he they they weren't able to finish too many field goals uh that's something he's gonna have to work on right ryan Tannehill, man i actually i can't even nope it's not ryan Tannehill. (laughs) i can't even say that i was about to eat my words but no he only threw 168 yards and two touchdowns like he's finishing off drives at that point he got sacked four times for 46 yards that's bad. That's horrible. That's really bad. Like that's <laughs> If you ever want to see a stat for a quarterback with really bad awareness, it's right there. If you're averaging more than 10 yards on a sack, that's terrible because right. that means you're running backwards, you see the pressure, you continue to run backwards, and then you can't get away from the pressure. <laughs> right. That's terrible. Like at least when Rodgers gets sacked, he, he just, steps he, up or he's that, or he only just, four yards back or something. That, or he just learns that he's going to get whacked, so he just drops himself. He's like, all right, yeah, screw it. Exactly. Like, that's ugh, that's a bad stat. Because even, even Darnold, three times, only 14 yards. That's a lot better. <laughs> oh, yikes. You know what that's called? That's called being an intelligent quarterback. <laughs> something that You're I don't right. think Ryan Tannehill is most of the time. Uh, Kenyon Drake, people are still on his hype train. I'm not there yet. He only I'm glad had... I benched him because I because Will Fuller did what Will Fuller oh, does. I had Will Fuller uh, starting in one league, but on my bench in the in another oh, I league. Him. I think the only league I have him in is is the Hawk Talk one. I had him in my and legacy. That league. was a great decision for me to start him. Last week I went one and three in my leagues. This year I went or this week I went three and one. I think I'm, I think I went two and two. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. But yeah, Drake only had 53 yards on 11 carries. Or I went three and one. I don't know. I don't know. The, the Dol- I'm still not convinced on the Dolphins. I'm really not. I wasn't. I tried they to be beat, a little bit more. Cool. You beat Tennessee in the Jets. Let's see you play the Patriots. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> now, I'm going to have to eat my, uh, eat my words on this one. Oh, I Because I'm wait. pretty sure last week, I'm it, we can go back and find the clip. I'm pretty sure I said... Ain't no way Fitzpatrick is going to throw 400 yards and four oh, yeah, touchdowns you ripped, again. Oh, yeah, you ripped him a new asshole. I think I straight up said that. You were not. A, I, I was sitting here praising the man, you were just, and you were just like, to hell with this. Like, I figured, like, he's a game manager. We've seen that. We He did it in Buffalo. He couldn't really do it in New York that much. No, but, man, this is what's going to happen. He It's literally the, the Ryan Fitzpatrick clock. He goes in, and he's like, he's supposed to like be like the placeholder. He plays like a madman, holds this spot. He turns around the next year, and then it's just like, oh. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid a lot of money This is literally what has has happened in the last three teams Fitzpatrick has been on. He plays lights out, gets that money, goes back to next season, plays decent enough. Something happens where he gets hurt or he just sucks, gets benched, and then he's out, and then he's uh, traded because he still has value, and then he does the same exact thing thing except i actually think he's this is probably the best he's looked in his entire career now here's the interesting thing i keep bringing this up to people and people look at look at me like i just said something like like i just said odell beckham jr is gonna be the next great quarterback or something like that i i keep saying i keep saying that fitzpatrick or that Jameis winston when he comes back doesn't have a starting job like plain and simple right now as of right now he does not have a starting no he doesn't People, people have been looking at me like I'm stupid. Like, oh, would you, why would Jameis not have it? No. There were questions before the season even started, and now Fitzpatrick's well, balling now out. now after everything that's been doing off the field, he needs to earn it more than anything. And the situation is even terrible for Jameis because next week they play Monday night. Yeah. After that Monday night game, 
They play Thursday night. <laughs> There's no way Jameis, after he, he his suspension is up Tuesday, he can start practicing Tuesday. There's no way they're going to have him practice Tuesday and Wednesday and then have him play Thursday night when they have this quarterback who has had who has 800 yards through two games and eight touchdowns. There's no way. Jameis doesn't have a job until – I don't think for the rest of the season. I think they're over Jameis at this point. Unless I'm, Fitzpatrick I'm unless Fitzpatrick goes out and throws five interceptions and a half. Or gets hurt. <laughs> Nathan Peterman, yeah, or gets hurt. Unless that happens, I, Jameis is not playing the rest of the year. He's either going to get traded or he's just going to straight up get cut at the end of the year. Who would take him? That, exactly. That's why you, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut him during or during or in the offseason. I think they're done with him. They they were talking about it all offseason. They could go draft somebody. Yeah. Well, they, they can keep Fitzpatrick. They'll probably pay him. And they could go draft somebody. Exactly. And that would be a perfect quarterback to sit behind if you're a young arm. The end. The end. Speaking of young, man, he's not very young anymore. Neither of these guys are very young. The Colts and the Redskins. Andrew Luck. I mean, he looks old because he looks like a lumberjack, but he's... So, speaking of overreactions, everyone last week, "Ah, Colts suck. Ah, The Redskins are actually really good. Guilty. Yeah. About the Colts part. I I never give Washington credit. That's true because they played Arizona, so they looked good. Colts won pretty... Oh, yeah. Buccaneers won 27-21. Against the Eagles. Against the Eagles, the reigning champions. Anyway, <laughs> the the Colts beat the Redskins twenty-one to nine. Not too much to say about this. Welcome back, Andrew Luck. Next, Alex Smith should not be throwing forty-six passes. Jay Gruden, get your head out of your ass. <laughs> I told you how I felt about him as a head coach. It's, it's he's a he's a moron. Ever since Shanahan left, it's not been good. Because Jay Gruden thinks it's. But even Luck only threw 100 and 179 yards and with two interceptions. At least Smith didn't throw a pick. That's what Smith gives you, though. He doesn't give you interceptions. He's not going to lose you the game. very efficient. He's not going to lose you the game, but he's not going to necessarily go out and win it for you. Unless that's, you that's, put a team around him. That, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, yeah. I Not not a lot to say about the Redskins. Uh, speaking of the Cardinals, though, <laughs> they're the Cardinals. They look terrible, and Sam Bradford... His days are limited, I think. And you're the one that said that he would be a good arm for people to learn learn from? Not a good arm. <laughs> He's a good, experienced quarterback. He's experienced in the fact that he gets paid for sitting on a bench and he just happens He's to get been... hurt all the time. He had one good year. <laughs> I'm not saying he's good. He had one good year. Josh just because McCown everyone had a good good year with, with Minnesota last year who played quarterback. I would have. I would have. I haven't played quarterback since eighth grade football. I know this. I've, I've <laughs> preached this. I told you. Case Keenum was a system quarterback. Sam Bradford was a system guy. They were Teddy both... Bridgewater was actually good. Ah. Teddy Bridgewater, stop her moving your arm. I'm trying not to. Have you ever? Have you watched Simon Miller lately on What Culture? I have not. He injured his left arm. Yeah. So during his videos, he's literally just sitting there like this, and he talks with his right hand. <laughs> he doesn't move this one. It hasn't moved in like a year. He... It's really weird, and has... I'm kind of worried about it. <laughs> he, uh... But he's I, great. I don't know if it's still injured or if it's just an act at this point, but he has more he has more self-control on not moving it than I do. I don't know if he can at this point. <laughs> like... <laughs> This has know. been the hardest Either thing. Either that to or he's just got amazing self-control. Like this has said. been the mm-hmm. hardest thing to do all day was to not move the left <laughs> arm. But moving on. Not too much to talk. The, the Rams looked like the Rams. They looked like they're supposed to. Oh, they're to. playing the Rams. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. to talk about here. 34 nothing. 
It was insanely, yeah. There's Hardy har har. <laughs> Goff threw 354. All right, so clockwork. All right, cool. Next. <laughs> like, honestly, you want to talk the, about this actually, one? Because I don't. I don't. The, in, the, the one interesting thing that I do want to take or talk about, and I don't know the specifics, but I believe Todd Gurley got hurt in this game. Oh, yeah. He put up three touchdowns. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. cool. The last report coming out was that he was questionable to return to the game, and I believe he did not return to the game. What injury? Um, Leg. Due to cramps, so he's probably fine. He's good. Never mind. <laughs> he's all right. I thought there was more to it, but no, this game was – yeah, uh, Josh Rosen's going to be playing pretty soon. Oh, I went too far back. Marty, we have to go back. <clears throat> Come on, ESPN. Here we go. What are we? Oh yeah, Niners Lions. Niners are. They, Garoppolo looked better. He looked a lot better than he did against Minnesota. Like I said, like Minnesota gave him a lot of open targets. He just did not hit them. If he hits half of his open targets that he missed, they won- they would have won that game because like three of them were touchdown passes. Uh, who won this one? This one was thirty to twenty-seven, Forty-Niners. Good, I got that one right. Yeah, me too. Uh, Detroit is now 0-2. Matt Patricia, not looking good as head coach. None of Bill Belichick's disciples look good as head coaches. They never work, which is why I'm – I mean, I'm not glad. I'm glad for Indianapolis's sake, but I'm kind of glad Josh McDaniels decided to stay in New England because otherwise he'd probably be doing the same thing. Like, I don't think the Colts would have been any better or worse without him or with him. He was halfway decent as Denver's head coach, but much better yeah. as a coordinator. Yeah, exactly. Most of these coaches are. Yeah, not too much to talk about. Like I said, Stafford looked good, but not good enough. I think he – let me look at the turnover turnover stats here. Yeah, Garoppolo didn't turn it over, but the running game was ultimately what did it for San Francisco. Uh, Beretta had 138 yards on 11 carries with a touchdown, so he had a day. Not much you can do if you're Detroit other than tackle him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Detroit's the fourth best team in that division. That's. Oh, I could have told you that. Well, exactly, and they're showing it now. Like, it's it's not even close anymore. And now with that tie, that opens – that literally opens it up for all three somehow. So stupid. Two of which have a quarterback. One, who knows? One has that, a defense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, two have two have an, an for the most part an entire package. It's funny. One has a defense. One has a quarterback. One has a defense, and one has a quarterback and a defense. So you would think one that team would be the best. I on in, a, in an ideal world. In an ideal world, world, but well, Aaron, okay. Aaron technically, technically, I would say the Bears have a fairly decent offense. We just the jury's still out on. Trubisky. But you need someone to get you the ball. Fully aware. Your offense can be. We got some. We got some. We got some fire you know running what? backs. Perfect example, and I think I said this last week too. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Because Matt Nagy, because of the Matt Nagy connection, this works perfectly. Yeah. If you have a quarterback, if you have all these weapons, these deep weapons, and these fast guys, cool. You still have a. You have to have a guy that's going to get them the ball. You can't have a guy who's going to dump it down. I mean, who knows if Trubisky is going to be the next Alex Smith? And Trubisky's, Alex Smith work. Trubisky throws five yard passes. Is that I don't, that's I don't know. basically all he is does? Is that a Trubisky thing or is that a Nagy thing at this? It rate? looked like a Trubisky thing, like it, extending plays, 
even when when play is he does a good job of extending plays from what we've but seen. But then he still only throws it like five yards on third and twelve. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he I do think he has a tendency to over favor to check down. Yes. Because he has weapon, he believes too much in his weapons. He doesn't believe in his own arm. But we've seen that when he unleashes it, he can unleash that sucker. But he doesn't. I just don't know why he doesn't. Nate, I feel like I I do feel like it's a Trubisky thing, but I feel he like Nate, but I feel like Nagy's gonna be like, dude, he choked. Just just let just let he it. He almost rip. choked away this game. He almost did. Yeah. I honestly do this think defense I, won them a game. I honestly do think at some point Nagy's gonna be like, we know you have the arm. Just let it fly. <laughs> I saw a Bears fan go on Twitter. Put in Chase Daniel. I said, yeah, that'll fix it. <laughs> Good one. Oh, Does Caleb Haney still play football? Oh, God, don't even. <laughs> you might, you're paying Mike Glennon. You might as well bring him back and have him play. Don't. <laughs> you ever put that image of him in a Bears uniform back in my head. It's number eight. I can still see it. I Long-ass want... neck. <laughs> Tall, goony-looking. Next neck. game, damn it. Broncos beat still the Raiders. Have a damn pay per view to talk Actually, about. I should say I shouldn't say Broncos beat Raiders. Raiders lost to the Broncos. <laughs> Raiders lost to the Broncos. The Raiders were up. The Raiders were up nineteen to ten going into the fourth quarter, and they definitely left that game. Or, yeah, they left that game. Petty Marquette King was to the Oakland Raiders, and I love was it. he? Oh, I didn't even think of oh, that. Oh my goodness, he was so petty. He posted like an Instagram message, basically like. Like subtweeting the hell oh, out of Gruden. I can't wait. I'm gonna have to go look because, at because you know because I love Marquette because King. Gruden doesn't like anything 21st century or he doesn't like players. 21st. He doesn't like players with their own personality. Honestly, and Marquette King has a personality. Is like the most uh, not in, not in the bad sense personality. No, absolutely people. not. He's very entertaining. Is the second most entertaining punter of all time. Pat McAfee excluded. Uh, yeah, Broncos stole this one from the Raiders. Raiders let them have it. Uh, Raiders, uh, the, again, new head coach. Not looking too good. Hot seat? Hot seat. Actually, no, because they, they because paid him up the butt. They paid him up the butt, and the, and the Davis family has a weird allo- allegiance to the to the Grudens. Because Gruden specifically Gruden looks that like he could Gruden. Be, Gruden looks like he could be, uh, crap, what's the owner's name? Mark Davis. Mark Davis. He oh, looks no, like wait. He Mark Davis be... died. Al Davis. No. No. Al Davis is right. the one that died. Yep, Mark you, Davis. You had it right. I was like, Al Davis sounds better. I was like, Al Davis died a while ago. Gruden looks like he's Mark Davis's like, long-lost son. Tell me yes. I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you you're again, wrong. Again, yeah, this came down to coaching. Like, you can't even blame the Raiders for this one. You want to know something, though? You want to know why I think Gruden is... Like this solidified him as a terrible head coach. What after the game? You know what he said? Oh, the, we the, we something about like we need to find ways to get better, more pressure. We on have the... to find ways <laughs> to get more pressure on the quarterback. Hmm. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. They should almost look. Hang at... on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. Yeah, hello. Oh, hey Ryan Pace. How'd you get my number? Yeah, it's cool. I don't care. No, no, no. I I'm I'm not busy. What's up? Taking oh. oh, uh you you wanted me to mention how Khalil Mack was a was a great pickup? You uh you want me to mention how you have absolutely no idea how they even let that happen? <laughs> uh you oh you want me to act you want me to let, to let them know that uh uh that that we absolutely in a way fleeced them and we have a generational talent while they're trying to press make defensive changes? All right, yeah, cool. 
All right, man. Good job on the win. All right, thanks. Bye. That was a long bit. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's why you want to you want to know how God. you want to know how you could get more pressure on the quarterback, Gruden. You don't trade away Cleo Mack, <laughs> right? Honestly, God, it's. Oh. <laughs> Everything's coming. Tell you what, man. Everything's coming full. Gotta take a look at that number fifty-two guy on the Chicago Bears. He's man, a baller. I, man, I wish we had a guy like him. Huh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Moving on. <laughs> because God, I'm. It makes me even more Ooh. mad because Case Keenum won. Mac attack. The Giants lost to the Cowboys. The Giants' uh, offense is struggling, even with the addition of Saquon Barkley and Od- and a healthy Odell. That offensive line is not good. It's never like, been good. We've been good. talking about offensive lines today. <laughs> it's When have we ever thought that line also, was good? Eli Manning, I don't know how old this man is. Old? He's old. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, he, I shouldn't say that because he's the same age as Philip Rivers and Brendan Roethlisberger. But they're also old. pretty old. <laughs> oh, 37. So getting up there for quarterbacks. Threw 44 passes yesterday. No. boy. <laughs> should not be throwing. When you have Saquon Barkley on your team, you should not be throwing 44 times. Yes, I get you were down late, but you should. Mm, nope. Nope. Uh, I'm not even sure where it run. It, I mean, yeah, it was just the offensive line allowing six sacks for 59 yards. Again, there's that 10 yards per sack rule that I'm talking about. Awareness was not there for either that or the line was that bad that defensive ends were just there. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. That's I'm literally gonna. I'm go gonna with try that. because Manning's a little more experienced. I was I'm gonna, gonna say Manning. Give Man- him the benefit. Manning of the doubt. knows what to do back there, so it. I don't. I, like it. I'm gonna blame it on the line because you like, can't even say that Dak outplayed him because he only threw 160 yards. You can't even really what say. Was jo- Wait, was it you that told me a joke? Someone, someone saw a tweet on Twitter. It was like. It was a picture of Dak Prescott running out of the tunnel and said, wow, that looks like a guy who's going to get you 150 yards a game. I retweeted it. I, th- I think it was you. Was it me that retweeted it? I think it was you. Because that, oh, that's funny. Because it I, came I true. I think it was either me or, I thought it was either myself or kids because I saw it. I was and like, this is the greatest thing I've seen. It's great. And Zeke only ran for 78 yards. So and, you can't even, not- and you can't even really say Eli lost them yeah. the game because what can you do when you get destroyed? Exactly. So, I, yeah. there's. I'm trying to even look. Man, we hype the Giants up so much in here. I still, I, I have faith in them. Eli needs to step up. I mean, what? This is he's I honestly. Trying. I okay. As much as I love Saquon and like that's he's gonna be good for that franchise. I still say they should have drafted Josh Rosen. Don't they really like that Mike Kafka guy? Maybe. Or whoever's behind. Whoever him right now. still like Rosen wanted to play in New York. Yeah. He wanted to play for the Giants, yeah, and I think he's the best quarterback coming out of this draft. I really think they should have drafted him. I like the Saquon pick. Don't get me say, wrong. The Saquon pick, I think, fits more the mold. I still, I'm still convinced they can go get a quarterback. Browns should have took Saquon one, yeah, and then Rosen could have went to the Giants, and then I don't remember who had three. <laughs> so where did Baker go? Fall in all this? Four, still to the Browns. I thought that was going to happen anyway. Exactly. Like, Baker and Saquon. Well, I mean, it would have been Terod and Saquon. Soon to be Baker and Saquon. <laughs> but, yeah. That's what Madden 19 is for. That's the NFL. Uh, fun week. I'm I'm excited to actually watch football next week. I'm pretty d- disappointed that I couldn't. When I, I, when I found out that the Brewer game was, you know, when I actually realized that it was a Sunday afternoon, I was pretty upset. 
hey, I'm just going to make sure I don't have a raging headache come next Sunday. But, hey, we got Color Rush jerseys coming on Thursday. <laughs> New Browns jerseys, baby. And the Browns ga- and Jets. What a Thursday night game. I'm so excited. That's the Thursday night game? Yep. Browns, Jets. Darnold versus Terod. Okay, in all honesty, on pay- I'm going to watch when, that game. When you hear the name, you're like, oh, this is going to suck. But actually, this isn't this bad. This going to be a fun game to all watch. All the Thursday night games are pretty solid. And guess who the Packers play? Washington Redskins. Oh, well, that's a dub. Dub, dub. That's a dub. Oh, God, we have to face Adrian Peterson. It's not Adrian he's gonna, Peterson if you, five years If ago. you have Adrian Peterson, I'm telling you right now, start him in fantasy. Oh, that's right. He yeah. always tears up the Packers. Always tears up. He was the only person in the NFC North that I would ever draft in, in fantasy football. And I played him every week except for the weeks that we played the Packers. And I regretted it every time. Because he always puts up big points against Green Bay. Can't you say that for literally almost any running back in the league, honestly? No. We've had pretty good run defenses lately. In the past two years, it's been our passing defense. True. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of this, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. What? Clay Matthews. Oh. What's your opinion on that play? If I, you haven't seen it, go look at the Clay Matthews penalty. I saw. And late in the it game. looked like he was going to drive him, but the but the key but the key to the thing is, he yeah like he opened his body up and let him go. Had he kept him the entire way through, so. They literally pull. They call the Aaron Rodgers rule on Aaron Rodgers' teammate. That's literally what they did. That's essentially what just happened. They called the Aaron Rodgers rule on him. Actually, because the roughing the passer rule was the Aaron Rodgers rule. Okay, actually, I I looked more into this, and because I follow Adam Schefter in depth, I I, they the NFL doubled down on the penalty today. They said the refs made the right call, and they actually said this play is going to be used for training in the future. So cool. They said it wasn't the driving yeah. penalty. It was the what they call burping. It was a basically a scoop and slam, which is also bullshit. If they're gonna mention the scoop and slam, then I can kind. Then in that case, there's a. He slight. hit him. It was a full. It was a spear. If we're gonna, if we're we're about to talk wrestling, we can do this. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, you know, like a power slam. <laughs> It's not no, like he picked him up he, and hit him with a spine no, buster. Oh no, but like you could he went he went in for a tackle and then there was a slight pickup. Ever so slight. I'm gonna pull this up and we're gonna watch it. It was slide. ever so slight. We're gonna watch this and we're gonna discuss. Okay, that's fine. Because I need we need I mm. Uh <laughs> Clay Matthews said, I don't wanna lose any more money. <laughs> he literally said that because these these rules are ridiculous. Like I I honestly, and that here's the thing: that burping rule isn't part of the new rule. That's an old rule. So, like, apparently, this would have still been called. I don't believe that in any sense. I just, I still don't believe this is a penalty. Come on, jump forward. Is it in this clip? It should be. No, it's not. It's, it's just not. A, it's, it's just the him. Entire press conference. Okay, whatever. I don't know where it is, but still, I. It's not. It's not a penalty, and people can argue with me, but. Five bucks says his penalty becomes a new catch rule. When Skip Bayless, yes, when Skip Bayless is mad about something <laughs> related to the Green Bay Packers, and it's for the Green, pro Bay, Packers, Green Bay Packers, pro Green Bay, and you know something's wrong. All right, let's transition to the other big event from Sunday: WWE Hell in a Cell. Uh, really good pay per view. It was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Barring the last match, yeah, that was which bad. in hindsight I, okay. 
I liked the last match. Not I, the match itself and not the ending. But that little smoke and mirrors part at the end, towards the end, I really enjoyed. So we'll get to that, but we're going to go in order here. Pre-show, New Day versus Aiden English and Rusev, Rusev Day. Knew it. Yeah. we. But, I don't know, it was weird. It was pretty clean. Like, they tried to, I don't know, they tried. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden took the pin pretty clean. Because he got overzealous. Did he, though? That was a very over... That was an overzealous. Like he, like he went for it. I don't know. They they told a weird story. He had the accolade in on Kofi, and Rusev was wanting the tag, and it was like that's what I'm saying. He got overzealous. But like he had a submission hold in him on him. Like let him. I don't know. It was weird. It you was, tell me who you'd rather have someone apply the accolade to your opponent. Apparently, Aiden or Rusev. Apparently, Rusev versus Shinsuke. For the U.S. title is announced for Tuesday night for SmackDown. So they're going to continue this story. I mean, the Aiden story somehow. Aiden's probably going to screw Rusev in that match. Oh, so we have a clear-cut fate? Oh, this is going to put... I oh, don't yeah, know. he's facing this match. Oh, yeah, cool. Rusev is facing Shinsuke's the heel, yeah. Awesome. I like that. Yeah, pretty t- typical pre-show match. Guess Only I'm nine watch- minutes. Guess I'm watching this while I'm helping with auditions. Yes. Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match. Gruesome gruesome Hell in a Cell match. Like, one of the more gruesome matches we've seen in a long time. There, Probably since Foley, honestly, the in the fa- past 20 years. The fact that literally all of us watching, half of us were, like, not just looking, but, like, turning our entire bodies away from the screen was all I needed to know about that match. I saw a picture that Randy Orton posted on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah, you yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. It's ah, disgusting. I, I yeah. won't say anything. Yeah, I... Yeah, yeah. If you really oh, want to see... Viewer discretion advised, but if you really want to see it, go on Randy Orton's Instagram. Yeah, that was. Oh, oh, it's disgusting. But yeah, this was really good. They had a lot, really lot, a lot of good spots. It almost turned into like a TLC Hell in a Cell match. Like Jeff introduced a lot of ladders and a lot of tables. Uh, So the 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 finish spot, Randy was on a table. Randy set up or Jeff, jeez, Jeff set up two ladders, and was gonna do like his. A leapfrog, and then I think a leg drop through the table is what uh, he's done it in the past. Uh, so he was kind of setting that up. But then he was like, he looked up and he was like, oh, I can reach the top of the cell from here. So he kind of like monkey barred, like, and he was directly over Randy. And upon watching this again, everyone who was complaining was right. Randy, Randy left way too early. Yeah, Randy like dips. Like, especially when you watch Bubba Ray versus Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Bubba leaves at the last possible second. Like he's really good at timing with that. Randy left way too early. Uh so it, it didn't look good for that specific reason. But Jeff started swinging. We were scared cuz we thought he was going to attempt a swanton and that would not have been good, but he he basically just went for a body splash and, and Randy of course, as I kind of called, you know, it wasn't off the top. It wasn't off the actual top of the cell and it wasn't the announcer's table. But it was the top of the cell, and it was a table. In Randy rolled Randy out of the rolled way. Out the way and Jeff, Jeff went through it. Essential death. Randy covered his dre- or covered the dead body. One, two, three. So I, not to pat myself on the back or anything, but I pretty much called it. Not, not to circle back to that Instagram post, but that that was that was just flesh, right? Is that all that was? I think so. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Um. Yeah, no, so the best part about this match was at the end, after the spot, 
the ref was like, you know, concerned for Jeff's health, and he was like, "Raise the cage, get some EMTs out here." And this was before the match, like the match was still going, mm-hmm. and Randy was like, "No, do your job, count the one, two, three, and he covered Jeff's injured body, basically, quote unquote injured. I don't know if he's actually. I haven't seen the reports yet. Um, I'd be injured making that call. But he, yeah, like he covered. He he was doing the right heel thing. He was like, "No, no, no, do your job," and he covered him one, two, three, and then the cell was up, and he Jeff got stretched out. Cool. Yeah, I'm I, excited to see what's next. It was it was very good. I'm excited it, to see who is next for Randy. I agree. Uh, yeah. Realistically, who's next as far as a face for Randy? Yeah, Rusev's about to be tied up most likely. AJ still tied up with Samoa Joe. Daniel and Miz are still together. God, who else is even on SmackDown? Andrade's Andrade's heel, but what are you really? You're gonna turn him for the no, sake no, of no, it? no. Because Randy's that's what I'm saying. Because Randy's going for everybody who the fans love, in which everybody who the fans love is currently tied up in a program. Man, that's a really good question. I'd have to look at the SmackDown roster. This is where that this is where the over bloated roster and Raw actually somewhat comes into play. It comes into favorability here. I think SmackDown's got people. Yeah, they have, but it has to be someone that makes sense for this. Because obviously Jeff, unless Jeff Hardy just is like, "Oh, hey, I'm back." We do our truth. Really. Yeah, why not? He's been over lately. I mean, I, I guess, but go since we're into feuds from 2010, but we're gonna go from Jeff Hardy to my head hurts. The next match yeah. was so these next three matches I would say were my favorite endings to matches. The first match was Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Champion. We all went ape shit. Becky Lynch is your new SmackDown Live Women's Champion. I'm so excited. I got that was the only pick I got wrong. Oh yeah, by the way, we all got that. Oh, by the way, here we go. Guess who's the new WTC champion? It's your boy KOAK Howard J Dingers. Let's go. And just like the last four time, four time, four time, four time champion. I might add. Anyway, this has eerie similarities to the last time this happened. But moving <laughs> on. Uh. The only I, difference was Tom wasn't money. In yeah, the so we all we all picked Charlotte in this one because we all figured, like we mentioned in our podcast last time, we figured that Becky was going to win later, uh, like at Evolution. But Becky won here. Uh, I'm I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but it was a roll up, and now I can't remember the setup for said roll up. I can't. Uh, Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but either way, it was a, it was a very good finish because like Becky, it was it was put over as Becky out wrestled Charlotte because even Charlotte after the match they very much were still Becky's heels, Charlotte's a face type of thing, especially after the match because Charlotte went to shake Becky's hand out of respect and Becky, you know, Becky was like, yeah, no, screw you, it's my title now, and then she left. So they're still playing that. I don't know. Stupid, but I can't even be mad because Becky Lynch is champion. She's the love of my life, so let's go. The next match, probably my second favorite finish. I think, yeah, I think AJ Joe was my favorite finish. We'll get to that. But Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defeated Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins to retain their Raw Tag Team Championships. The way this match ended, this match was fantastic. If you haven't seen any of this pay-per-view, go back and watch specifically this match, uh, specifically these last three matches, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, the tag team match, and AJ Joe, because all of them were fantastic. And 
the the end to this match saw Seth Rollins hitting Dolph Ziggler with the Falcon Arrow. But while he was going for that, you know, he does the superplex, and then he goes for that second suplex in the ring. And while he has Dolph Ziggler up in the air, Drew McIntyre perfectly times a Claymore kick to Seth Rollins as he delivers the suplex. And Dolph falls on top of Seth. One, two, three. Dolph is still your champion. Dude, I loved that ending. It was such like a perfectly all, timed like spot. All of us all. like jumped out of our chairs just like screaming at that spot. It was such a good spot. It was so good. Like, it was perfectly timed. It was perfectly booked. It protects everyone because like Seth was still doing a great job, but you know, Drew was just smart and he got in and there just and Dolph destroyed him. And Dolph got lucky because his hand landed on him. Like that it's perfectly told story. It was absolutely perfect. And people think Dolph isn't for... I mean, not Dolph. Drew isn't for real this Drew time. Drew is so for real. People need to get on the Drew McIntyre bandwagon right now. I'm telling you. He's going to be champion within a year. His, his, listening to his entrance makes makes the like the 2% Scottish in me, because that does exist <laughs> in me. But listening to his entrance makes that 2% of Scottish blood in me like, like blown out to a full like 80. Like I'm just like, break out the bagpipes... Let's go, let's go break it. Let's go break some necks. I won't say anything about Raw because I want people to listen to my show tomorrow, which is and I need which, to watch it, which will also be on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be on SoundCloud as a podcast. It's just going on YouTube. Does Drew do something cool? Drew has a match with Dean, and I won't say anything, but it's fantastic. I think that so it perfectly. So later in the match, and we'll get to it too during the Hell in a Cell match. Remember how Seth and Dolph went through the tables, but Dean and Drew were still up there? Yeah. Seth and Dolph didn't come out for this match. They they told the story perfectly. Like Dol- Dolph and Drew, yeah, Dolph and Drew, jeez. Dean and Drew were were fine, so they were able to wrestle the next night. And then But the other two didn't come out ringside Seth with them. Seth and Dolph were right. Still injured. Right. Yeah. It was perfect. They told it. I'm glad they did that. Cool. Um, I gotta rewatch it though. But anyway, the tag team match was fantastic. Uh, the next match, best finish of the night, best finish of any match in a long time. AJ Styles Samoa Joe. Now we gave this finish a lot of crap, but it's it, hindsight fantastic, and it sets up the feud more. Like it's not just like a fluky dumb finish. It actually like promotes both guys because so the way this happened, Joe had. AJ went for a phenomenal forearm. Joe caught him for the coquina clutch. As Joe was falling to the ground, AJ rolled through for the pin. One, two, three. But wasn't it in the middle of two and three. But Joe, after the pin, Joe got up and was celebrating. And he was like, yeah. But then when he heard the words, and still, he was like really upset and confused. And AJ was selling this perfectly. He was like, you know, he was still, like, knocked out from the coquina, but he was still like, yeah, I won. Uh, they showed the replay in the arena. So, like, they, this was a specific spot that they planned. They planned. Um, they sh- they showed a different angle. And while the after the two count, right before the three count, AJ tapped on Joe's upper torso, I guess. He tapped from the coquina. But then the three count hit. The ref didn't see the tap. So it's very it's fantastic because AJ tapped. He he legitimately tapped out to Joe, but the ref didn't see it. Joe has a legitimate gripe for a rematch. AJ and he had, you know AJ won, but he snuck it out. It I, it was perfect, hey, and it was a really good match beforehand too. When does WWE 2K19 come out? Exactly, 2K19 comes out the 
Ninth of October. So like, but if you pre-order, you get four days early. Yeah, it's the like the what the math, the fifth. So Thursday, Thursday. When is Super Showdown? Friday. So okay, the fifth is Friday. Saturday the sixth at four in the morning is Super Showdown. Okay, they're not gonna switch it at Super Showdown though. Ah, they could. No, it'll be it'll be SmackDown one thousand. They'll do another fluky finish it. They'll do like a double count out or something. At no, they Super said it. I think they might do uh, Last Man Standing or something. Did you see that bit? Like you, I said, did, did you double see, count out. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say, did you see that bit at the with the no the interview bit in Hell in a Cell with, uh, I, thought, did, with Paige I thought they and just Joe. said no disqualification. Did he say Last Man Standing? He was like no disqualification, no count outs, no 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 nothing. They didn't specifically say the stipulation, but Paige was like, yeah, you're right. There needs to be a winner next time, or something like that. Yeah, so no DQ, I think. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. I don't I don't know what that stipulate. I don't know. We we'll, we'll figure it out in. Three I'm thinking weeks, like apparently. a double knockout type of thing. Or I don't know. I guess Whatever. we'll figure it out in three weeks. Double pin. Ooh, we haven't seen a double pin spot in a while. That'd be fun. Miz versus Miz and Maurice versus Brian and Bree. The match this, that cost me my. This belt. is the match that came. You know, the finish of the match. Or the finish of the night basically came down to because me and Connor were leading in points, and Connor picked Brian and Bree. I picked Miz and Maurice. And the it couple pulled it out, baby. I really need to. I really need to stop doubting my closet favorite wrestler. In <laughs> you the need Miz. to stop doubting the Miz. Because I, I, he is I don't must d- see. I don't doubt him. Like I love him. I was I like literally ah. stole the intro of the show from the Miz. <laughs> I literally, I, I don't know, man. I think I just have too much blind faith in anything Daniel Bryan touches. It's funny because I, I I've said this multiple times. I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast, but I I've. Been adamant ever since his first run in WWE before he got injured. I've never been a Daniel Bryan fan. I respect his talent and I respect his ability in the ring. He's a fantastic performer. I'm glad he's back wrestling. Still don't like him. I will never cheer for him. I don't want him to be champion again. It'll be a cool moment, but then after, like, you know, the next Tuesday night, I'm going to be like, <laughs> get the belt off of him, <laughs> put it back on Miz, you know, but. I, I love Miz. He's been fantastic the past couple of years. It's been, Honestly. Um, it's been weird, too, because SmackDown was great when he was there, and then he moved to Raw, and Raw started to be good, and SmackDown went down the shitter. And now he's back on SmackDown, and SmackDown's good again. You're t- Just saying. You're not saying anything none of us already <laughs> don't know. But, yeah, Miz and Maurice won, and to be honest, I don't remember the end of this. I think it was a roll-up. It was something like that where – yeah, Maurice got a fluke. Maurice got a fluke. It was a fluke finish. win. It was a fluke it, you know, finish. It, it wasn't clean. Because, like, right after, And it was Maurice pinning Bree. Because, like, right afterwards, Maurice and Miz dipped. Yes. Like, they got out of there. I'm really trying to remember. Shows how much I cared about that right. match towards the end. Speaking of not caring about a match, we did not watch most of this match. Which one? Ronda versus Alexa. Oh, yeah, because we all knew what was going to happen. And I... I watched some of it. I'm gonna go back and watch it. I watched because I, think, I really enjoy Ronda as a wrestler. I watched more than everyone else Probably. did. There was, a, I don't know. I mean, it was good in the sense of it was it was a it was Ronda's longest match, and they made her sell. They made her <laughs> and they made her actually twelve minutes. Oh, that's actually right on par with some of her matches. Then yeah. never mind. Uh, it, I don't know. It's the first. Time I they, honestly don't it's know. The first how time they happened. made her look like she had a weakness. The only thing that I saw was the finish, and again, great finish because they're putting over that armbar as soon, literally as soon as Ronda put it in. 
Alexa tapped, which is perfect. I was going to say, because she didn't even go full armbar. Because eventually you're going to put Ronda like against Asuka or something, and Asuka is going to stay in the armbar for like like five minutes or something, and it's going to be a huge thing. Something like that. Maybe not Oscar, but someone. I don't know, man. I'd still I'd still be down to see. I would want to see Oscar. Oscar but we've seen what they've done with Oscar lately. <sighs> Buried her. She she no speak English. God, that, that's her what, new th- what have they done to my It's terrible. That's, that's her new thing? Yeah, the, I think that was on last week's SmackDown. She what? couldn't understand Naomi, and Naomi couldn't understand her, so they went and got it was it was bad. It's Why bad. it's bad. What have they done to my poor Oscar? They've ruined her. What have they done to my poor Oscar? Speaking of what in the world have they done, there have been five guaranteed title matches this year. Yeah. The two Rumbles uh-huh. and two Money in the Bank cash-ins. Two of them had won. And it was Ron, or no, it was Alexa cashing in and Carmella cashing in. What a duo. Asuka, Asuka didn't win the her Rumble shot nope. or her Rumble match at Mania. Shinsuke didn't win his Rumble match at Mania. Nobody got a nut shot in at the end of it. And Braun Strowman lost his Money in the Bank cash in, which they did not make a big deal of at all. I don't think they mentioned the briefcase at at, at all. Well, that's a waste. And spoiler alert, they don't mention it on Raw. Well, that's even And remember what I said on Friday? You'll be be upset if they don't. Fucking pissed. They wasted the briefcase. Is it too late, though? Why did they put it on Strowman? They never should have. What? If you're and even if they do, oh, we messed up. Let's put it on Kevin Owens. They had the perfect opportunity at money or at what SummerSlam. I think oh, I'm so pissed. WWE cre- literally created a monster that sh- they did it to themselves. This is the one case where I feel absolute god awful for Strowman. This so I think the heel turn was their reset button. This is why I hate Roman Reigns. <clears throat> is I, it's nothing personal against Roman Reigns. What it's because. Raw is booked into a hole. Everything, every storyline and every character gets sucked into this Roman Reigns thing. This time I don't blame. I, I literally just blame. I, I blame all writers here. Everything gets sucked into Roman Reigns. I, everything is built up. Anything that is actually organically built up in Monday Night Raw is just fed to Roman. I blame all writers here. This one I don't blame Roman. The writers put them in a position to I make I don't blame str- Roman for most of this. Like, for the, anything. The writers made built Strowman into this monster. The writers accidentally got Braun over, and then they went with the fact that he was over, and then they put the briefcase on him, <sighs> and they went with the fact that they basically made everyone and their grandma, every all the things that you watched and everything, all the things that I watched, everyone was just like, oh, yep, Braun, Universal Champion. It's a formality. And then WWE realized that that was a format, or the writers realized it was a formality. They were like, oh, fuck, what do we do? And then they hit the reset button with the heel turn. Like, so, I mean, I know there's going to be people like, this is what, like, oh, this is Roman's, this is what happens when Roman's the guy. I was like, this isn't a Roman problem. Like, this is the part where I'm just like, the, the problem here is that people think this is always a Roman problem. Well, we need to look at the core of the issue is that the writers literally, they, like, if they still go with, like, your, with your theory, which is the big coronation? Like, like Roman actually gets his coronation. He's gonna at Mania. beat someone big at Mania. Like if and if that's the thought process, because I do think that that could happen because it's Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in a position where you made Strowman, everyone, everyone, fans, hardcores, 
websites. Everyone's just like, this shit's about yeah. to happen. This is a formality. And WWE's like, ha, 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 ha. Just kidding. And, and, who, and, but, and who's to blame? By default, Roman. By default, and it's not even his fault. No, it's not. It's literally I the even ri- acknowledge that. Like, it's literally the writers who just fucked this one up so hard. And the, and the one who comes out looking worse for this is Roman. Roman. Which, by default, which also makes the writers look... M- m- words makes the writers look even more worse because this is supposed to be their guy i know and they already have accusations that they're trying to put him that they're they're going overboard trying to put roman over which they are which they are they're purposely cutting pay-per-view short they're yeah. purposely ending the feed early so that you don't see the negative reactions from the fans they're trying to put roman over but they're literally but they're undercutting that they're undercutting Fucking ridiculous they're not they're not only undercutting Strowman, but they're undercutting the hell out of roman reigns and people are probably wondering what the hell do I mean by this? Because they the 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 default uh scapegoat for all this, what the writers have been doing, all goes to Roman. Yep. So like I can't even blame and I'm not saying this because I enjoy Roman Reigns. Like I'm literally watching this unfold and I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, this isn't even Roman's fault. No. The last couple times have it's not been Roman's fault. It's literally the writers. The, writers, the only yeah. time they got it somewhat right was SummerSlam. Maybe. Maybe. Because they because the writers captured lightning in a bottle there and went with it on what was a pretty damn good card. Yeah. So I think they I think they almost wrote themselves. They backed themselves in a corner into having a good finish that time. But the last few times I'm just like, this ain't even Roman's fault. Like yeah. everyone's just gonna blame him because it's it's the cool thing to do now. It's let's blame Roman. <laughs> I've been watching wrestling now for almost seven years. When I came into wrestling, the Money in the Bank briefcase was a guaranteed title win. Yeah, that thing like was... literally when I started watching, everyone who had more, won the briefcase more prestigious than won the, it than the Rumble. Since I started watching, Cena lost his cash in. Then Sandow. Which Cena was the champion, and then Cena cost Corbin his briefcase last year, and now Strowman. That's four out of the three money, uh, or out of the seven Money in the Bank winners that I've seen. <laughs> it's I, terrible. I'm more. I'm really compelled to watch Raw now. Now, um, Reigns. This Reigns versus Braun. The actual match. We've seen them wrestle before. They put on good matches. This was not one of them. This was a very slow match. It wasn't very brutal as far as a Hell in a Cell match. It looked like a normal Roman match, to be honest. I It was slow. It, was, it never got going. And then a dumb spot where Roman hit a spear through the table, and apparently he hit it so hard that he was also down for 20 minutes, which was stupid. But So here's where it actually got entertaining for me. Which is funny because it had nothing to do with the two people in the ring. Um, Drew and Dolph came out, tried to get into the cage to help Strowman. Dean and or Dean and Rollins came out to stop them. They took out McIntyre, and then they went. Dolph ran away, and they took out Dolph. And then McIntyre came and took. They took him out again. But then Dolph climbed to the top. I don't. At some point, they all ended up at the top. And they're fighting on the top, blah, blah, blah. And then they're all laid out. They're all they're all down. Dolph starts leaving. And Seth goes to stop Dolph on the side of the Hell in a Cell. 
And then they do the spot from the Seth and Dean Hell in a Cell match a couple years ago where they both fall off of halfway up the cell through the tables. And then Dean and Drew are just kind of still chilling on top of the cell. Right. So then you have the visual of Dolph and Seth in on the tables, Drew and Dean on the top of the cell, and Strowman and Roman still laying in the middle of the ring, and Foley's just standing there like, what the hell is going on? I forgot he was even there. And then Brock Lesnar made his WWE return. And I'm not going to lie to you, I got really excited. And yes, I ripped on Brock Lesnar because I don't like, I didn't like Brock Lesnar when he was champion. I said this. I don't mind Brock Lesnar when he's not champion. (laughs) But when he's champion and he takes away, you know, opportunity and title time and everything like that from other people, it's just, it's not good. But when he's not champion, he can show up whenever he wants and it's cool. He can beat up stuff. He can be part of storylines and it's fine. So I really enjoyed this. I don't know about you and I don't know about anyone else. I, I saw a couple of reviews today, too, online. Could, I won't even lie. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure you saw my face last night. I was confused. Like, I'm, I loved it. I was it. confused as hell. I loved it. I mean, I thought it was cool. But it's I was perfect like, in storyline. Con- I was like, this is confusing. It's perfect in storyline. The last pay-per-view, Strowman came out and basically distracted Brock Lesnar yep. because Brock was too focused on the briefcase, and then Brock lost his title to Roman. Yeah. He had a, he had a grievance with both of them. Yeah. And Brock, looking like a badass, first of all, he has a beard. Yeah. Looks good with a beard. And he looks leaner. He does look leaner. Stay. He's off the, he's off the roids. Because he has to be now. And he kicked the cell door in, which was a cool visual. That was a pretty he cool then spot. carried the cell door into the cell. Then runs up on run the- up ran up the cell door as a ramp to the th- r- to the ring and then jumped over the ropes. This was the first time Lesnar where I looked at Lesnar I was like, You are a bona fide, genuine. He's Bad it was ass. badass as hell. It was a badass and then re-entrance. There were like and th- chairs and kendo sticks and stuff in the ring. He picked up broken pieces of table and started beating them with that. And then he picked up the chairs and then all the other weapons. Yep. And he just beat the crap out of Roman and, and Strowman. And then he finally hit an F5 on Strowman first. And then what was great was he hit an F5 on Roman, but he threw him directly onto Strowman. Like, and it wasn't like protected or anything. I don't think Strowman saw it coming because Roman, they both just ate it. And not okay, so that part was awesome. It was super badass. I loved every part of it. I loved all the smoke and mirrors with everyone running in, because that's basically what a Hell in a Cell match is, and what it needed to be with these two in the ring. My problem lies with what happened next. Brock left with Heyman, and the a new ref came in. Oh yeah, because Foley got pepper sprayed by uh, Heyman. A, a new ref came in. And he said, "Oh, no one can come. No one can finish the match. Call for the bell. Match is over." And then they're like, "Oh wow, that was a cool hell in a cell." And then it faded to black, pretty quickly, like almost immediately. They're like, "Call for the bell. Match is over. Fade to black." Why? Why? Why did they not? Because they did the F five spot, where Roman landed on top of Strowman. Strowman was on his back. Why not just have the spot where the new ref comes in, counts a one, two, three? Because the writers are stupid. Literally earlier in the night, you had a heel tell the ref, no, there has to be a winner in a Hell in a Cell match. Do your job and count this one, two, three. They told that story not three hours earlier. And then come to this match 
oh, these guys can't compete because they've been beaten up too bad in a fucking Hell in a Cell match. Oh, it's terrible. It was bad. Like I said, I really liked what happened in the, towards the end. I hated the whole match, and I hated the ending. But I really liked the, all the smoke and mirrors. But that ma- that ending was terrible. Yeah, we can agree. We can agree on that. It was it was god awful. <sighs> it was bad. I'm just gonna hope they address it in Raw. Do they? Do they? <laughs> I'm honestly thinking. Audible silence. On the top of my head, I can't remember. I don't know. Go back and watch. I know Roman and Strowman open up the show. All right. Cool. So they probably and Heyman come- Heyman does come out. <laughs> I will tell you a spot off of Raw. Uh, one little spoiler. Not even really. It's just an awesome spot. When Heyman comes out, he ha- he's followed by three like wor- workers from back. And they're carrying the cell door. And then they lean the cell door up against the Titan John. <laughs> he just came out with the cell door for last night. It was super cool. Oh, my God. I love Heyman. But anyway, uh, great, great pay-per-view. Minus the bad, you know, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. They're on a roll with decent pay-per-views. I'm, I was just, I'm just waiting for the rug to be pulled out from under. <laughs> and I have five bucks says it's Super Showdown. Yes, because it's, it's going to be another glorified house show. Basically, because yeah. they, they can't make Evolution bad. Yeah, they're going to do their one title change at, at Super Showdown. Which is Buddy Murphy, because he's from Australia. <laughs> Got to get the cheap hometown pop. Nothing. But anyway, listen to yeah, tune in. I don't know if our streaming is up yet, actually. No. So <laughs> don't listen live because you can't. <laughs> if you're in the Whitewater area, you can. Four o'clock Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm doing a raw and SmackDown review. Uh but if you can't <coughs> listen live, uh I will be recording those uh episodes and I will be putting them on the YouTube channel on First Round KO. So go subscribe to that channel and stay up to date with my wrestling reviews. It'll be called. It's called One Two Three Review. <laughs> oh God, name pending. Uh, it might be temporary. We'll see. I kind of like it, so but anyway. Go for something with more of a ring to it. One Two Three Review. Yeah, because I'm thinking like a one. It's literally I have a sound already set loaded on the thing. It's a one two three count. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. How the hell do you get sounds put on the board so quickly? And I've been begging for new sounds since I, I was that, a sophomore. Yeah. Those are I put and those on for my. Nothing gets end, it gets added. If you listen, I don't know what episode it was, but one episode when I was still doing it live, the yeah. podcast, I have like sound effects that I was doing live, like I would do a bell, a, a ring bell, and then a one, two, three towards Again, the end. Again, why have I been here for five years and not one sound effect I've ever wanted has been added to the board? Because I'm best friends with the music director. I'm friends with the music director, too, and nothing yeah, well, has been added to the board. Gotta force the issue, Connor. All right, that's all the time we have. Sorry again for this episode being so late. You can, I don't know. <laughs> But you'll get an on-time episode. What? I, d- d- go on. Just go on. Just do your bit. Do your bit. <laughs> go you on. You can count on Wednesday uh, and Friday's episodes going up on time. We will be get- recording those uh, at the normal time. Be Again, watch out on the YouTube channel for my wrestling show. Uh, Connor, go ahead and take us out. Five years of this damn job. But anyways. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I get no love in this damn building. Um, all right. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. 
look up first round KO and just uh, follow us or subscribe to us, whatever their respective thing is. And then give us a like, give us a whatever their metric is for their liking system. Go ahead and do that as well. Um, Twitter at FRKO podcast. That's for the podcast uh, to follow. Follow Kyle at Olson2K18. Follow myself at ConnorMore underscore seven. And follow the Twitter account devoted to the man who was the first man in Major League history to hit two cycles against the same team in the same damn season. Christian that would Yelich. be Christian Yelich. The Twitter is at Here We Go Yelich. Hashtag Here We Go Yelich. Links in the description. In the next episode, I have no clue. To be completely honest with you. We're gonna talk about news. Are we? Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like literally. Like we're by the time this podcast literally comes whatever's out today, yeah. and when they listen to oh, it God, on Tuesday, right. we're coming in later than later it. in the night. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever is relevant in the news. Yeah. We'll right. figure something out. Yeah. Whatever. Let's hope. Let's hope my left arm doesn't feel like it's ready to be sawed off at this. At yeah. That point. Also, I think I have. If anyone's really curious, I have an. I we have an update on what Connor is going to be doing for. For the Hawk Talk variety, not oh, Hawk yeah. Talk, the, the Homecoming variety show, as yeah. it seems to be that I am representing the radio station in this entity. It's 3005 by Childish Gambino. Or I might just go on Twitter and make a poll out of it and see what people really want. But anyways, oh, wait a minute. Oh. Let's, let's figure out if I'm going to have a left arm or not and what exactly we do talk about on Wednesday. On the, the next time we shock the system since day one. Had a good year, kind of tired. We're the Michelin at the finish line. Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis stag, Stone cold bachelor. Acid rap and chancellor. Couple years in amateur, but never had a chance. We are. You see me as a challenge to manage it into